one small step for man, one giant. I have a dream. Oh my, this is a noisy world. It's really an anomalous. What would you say you do here? Who's giving them the business? For the children. This is the Brian Suits Show. Good morning. We have an ominous update. Uh, AM 770 KTTH uh, here, hour, hour number three on your seems like a Wednesday, Wednesday here on the uh, 24th. The reason I, I, I say that, and, I, and only I'm laughing at that, uh, because didn't it feel like second Tuesday? It totally felt like second Tuesday. Um, well, uh, anyway, uh, an, an update to the story that's dominating uh, industrial news. But let me build the suspense uh, first, because hey, now the other shoe is dropping. The CEO of Boeing is going to go tomorrow and be in front of a Senate Commerce Committee uh, or something. And um, meanwhile, the, by other shoe, I mean orders for the 737 uh, MAX 9 are now uh, in question. Um, and this NBC reporter, Tom Costello, is that his name? Talking to the Alaska... Uh, president, and I mean their entire fleet. Uh, not the entire fleet. They, they have some MD80s still, don't they? For, you probably know better than me. For, so, you know, it looks like a DC9 because it is a DC9. Oh, of course. But uh, I, I think they're phasing them out. They're almost entirely like like Southwest all 737. Um, and uh, already, both United and Alaska have found problems while inspecting their Max Nines. We found discrepancies uh, on many of our airplanes. Meaning loose bolts. Loose bolts. It could be a missing cotter pin. There you go. Chinch bugs, manganese. Here, here's the deal. You would not rely on the company that may probably maybe is the reason for the problem. You'd start with your mechanics and say, go go inspect them door plugs there, Hanrahan. Have you conveyed your disappointment, your anger to Boeing's top leadership about this? I'm more than frustrated and disappointed. I am angry. This happened to Alaska. I'm assuming there's a fiery phone call. Uh, or or two, but uh, nothing nothing talks uh, like um, like money walks, uh, doesn't it? United guy. Then it would double down on quality control. Now United CEO says he'll consider buying Airbus planes rather than Boeing's. The Max Nine Crownies is probably the straw that broke the camel's back for us. Ouch. Uh, so. Uh, so there's that. Uh, well, the fuselage panel. That, and I, you know what? I apologize to Wichita, Kansas, and the fine, fine people that live in Wichita. Uh, the fuselage panel that blew off an Alaska Airlines jet earlier this month was removed for repair and then reinstalled improperly by Boeing mechanics. On the Renton final assembly line, a person familiar with the details of the work told the Seattle Times, uh, Dominic Gates, their aviation and aerospace dude, if verified by the NTSB, the National Transportation Safety Board, uh, this would leave Boeing primarily at fault for the accident, not those uh, fat, uh, lazy asses in, in Kansas, rather than its supplier Spirit Aerosystems there in Wichita, which originally installed the panel into the 737. So um, uh, so anyway, removed for repair. I, I wonder what was indicating that something had to be repaired in the first place. How about that, Wichita? That is not 
But anyway, it was done right there in uh, in Renton. But uh, I am telling you, probably right on now. bowling league night, so nobody was thinking about replacing the door plug correctly. <clears throat> the panel, a, a door plug used to seal a hole in the fuselage, sometimes used to accommodate an emergency exit, blew out of the last airline flight twelve eighty two. You all know the backstory. On that. So anyway, um, this I thought the Pacific Northwest was the last place where in America where quality resided. I guess you can take Boeing off the list. So now it's what? It's Danner Boots, Filson Outdoor Wear, Leatherman, Leatherman Tools, Gerber. Did I say Danner? Oh, uh, Pack Car. The Kenworth truck, Packard, just uh, putting a, a record uh, profit up. So the, those huh. those don't have the doors falling off uh, or something. Or anything, what, what else has, is quality? Quality over quantity. I mean from the Northwest. Oh, from the Northwest. Everything from Kirkland brand? Oh, the, those macaroons in downtown Kirkland. Lady Yums? Yeah, those are good. Delicious. None better don't on earth. sleep on the salted caramel. Um, than, than those, but uh, if you're looking to Boeing to point to quality, well, I got, I got news for you. The news is... Don't. Uh, you're best, probably best not to. Uh, so anyway, a hair-raising incident which has spawned a pair of uh, lawsuits. And um, I, if I were, you know, and, and the way this works is you sue Alaska, Alaska sues Boeing. Boeing pays. Um, and if you don't need to go anywhere, probably a good idea not to. Certainly not go to a, a Boeing repaired door plug. I'll tell you that. <clears throat> uh, well, I know what you're all saying. That, this is all fun and games, but... How can you ignore the uh, Barbie Oppenheimer controversy? Finally, we're getting around to the story to, to the, the real century. to the real stuff. And uh, and and the Houthi said until Margot Robbie is nominated for Best Actress, they'll continue shooting anti ship missiles at the World Trade going through the Red Sea. That's exactly right. But you can't give in to pirates, matey boy. What? Um, because you know what? This is putting off um, how NFL and dads around America are loving that young Swifties are tuning into the NFL. But what what what's is there is there a new update on um, this has to be the biggest controversy of 2024 and the year is young. So Ryan Gosling, who stars as Ken in the box office smash Barbie, was nominated for best supporting actor. And which I think in itself is laughable. I'll take a high-level, high-paying job with influence, please. Okay, you'll need at least an MBA. And a lot of our people have PhDs. Isn't being a man enough? <laughs> is, it, Get is, it? is that in the movie? Yeah, it's in. It's in it's that's a bit heavy-handed. Okay, but you know who was snubbed. So that's the entire joke of the entire movie is him, him saying isn't being a man enough. Because right. it ought to be, I'll tell you that. So the director, Greta Gerwig, was not, repeat, not nominated for a Best Director Award. And the lead in the film... I'm going to drop some suspense on that. But Margot you just Robbie, blew it out like that. Margot Robbie did not receive a Best Actress uh, nomination. Cue soundbite. Oh, Where's right. the I'm saving dramatic it. shock effects? This <clears throat> um, way, do it again. So Margot Robbie uh, did not... Repeat, not receive a nomination. For best 
And so social media is up in arms over this. And, and again, it, it, it reflects the movie is all about the patriarchy and how uh-huh. how uh, the, the, the man is keeping a steel-toed boot on women's glass ceiling and the whole thing. First of all, I know the film made like a kajillion dollars. Blame Hollywood. But it's an amusing film. It's not an Oscar-worthy film. Nevertheless, it was nominated for like seven or eight awards in total. However, the two females who had the most to do with it getting made ultimately were snubbed. And okay. who were they? Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig. Oh, there you go. So Ryan Gosling has to release a statement. He has his tail between his legs and he comes out and uh, he says this, there is no Ken without Barbie and there is no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. The two people most responsible for this history-making, globally celebrated film. Yeah, made no history. recognition would be possible for anyone on the film without their talent, grit, and genius. You know what we should do at the Oscars? Just go to a quota system. Make sure you even it out and don't award anything based on merit, whether it's good or not. Make sure you have equal parts female winners, equal parts male winners, and everybody goes home happy. Like, what's the. No, no, just factor merit out of it. There's 18% uh, African Americans in America today. Make sure 18% of African Americans win the awards. Yeah, now apply that to the NBA. Make sure 50% of women win. Just go to quotas. And look, not so long ago, there was a guy named. Troy Kutzer, who won the Best Supporting Actor in 2022 for his performance in CODA. The director of that film was a female named Sean Hader. She was not nominated for Best Director that year. He didn't feel compelled to come out and write a statement about how he felt bad for winning the award because his female director didn't also get nominated in a category. The whole thing is a farce. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. But you're hearing about it on cable news today and all the major news sites as this is if it's like the biggest story of the century. Um, and, and, and also, um, when a non-gay actor plays a gay character like your Tom Hanks, now we know how wrong that is because that, that new movie, Rustin, about uh, one of Martin Luther King's close lieutenants who was a gay male is finally played in the biopic by... by... a gay male. It's it's now peak ridiculous. I love that it blasts in Hollywood's face. I love that the shrapnel, the the shrapnel, the crazy juice gets all over them about this because because the the irony of two female actresses not being nominated and and I mean is no one saying out loud that Margot Robbie was not cast for her ability to play an inanimate doll as a human, but because she's a Complete smoke show? Is that the problem? Is it, does no one want, want to say the state the obvious? So it's funny to sit back and watch Hollywood eat itself like this. I know, just... I know. And and that being said, whoever gives Margot Robbie the sads should be killed. I'm calling for their death. That's all I know. But um, no, having not seen the movie, I mean, it looks like it, it looks about as significant a film as Wayne's World, okay? <laughs> it's good which was not chuckles. up for any Oscars, nor did it think it should be. People are acting like it's profound and it's this timeless work of art. It's based on a kid's doll. Does anybody remember the movie Precious? No, don't worry about it. Don't 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 rack your brain trying to remember it. But that actress was it supporting? She won like didn't she win? 
Best Actress? I don't remember, but it, it received a lot of acclaim at the time. Uh, it's, I mean, I'm, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's why I laugh at quotas. I laugh when the Golden Globes reinvented themselves because they were a bunch of old white European men. And instead of saying, yeah, that's what we are. We are the Hollywood Foreign Press and uh, Italy and Germany and France sends old white guys because those countries are filled with old white guys and we call ourselves the Golden Globes. The Ghana is not represented. And then all of a sudden they had to reinvent themselves and they had, and they felt like they literally had a checklist. Like, well, we need, we need four more of these yep. Yep. and then three more of these. Uh, to judge the Asian movies. And uh, and if you're a minority... And, like, you reap what you sow. If you're doing that crap and it will don't be... Don't you feel like it's a little patronizing when you're up there? And you're like, I'm not up here based on merit, clearly, because they got in trouble and they canceled the award ceremony for a number of years. Well, you have to be a privileged white guy and now to they're even ask... My melanin. That question. I guess so. <laughs> so uh, privilege is showing. So the, there, there's that. That's why when I ask an honest question like, well, wh where's this rule for the NBA? You know, I, I'm I'm asking that rhetorically because I believe the meritocracy. And I, I, I think everybody on an NBA team deserves to be in an NBA team. And that they're taller, faster, more athletic. And, you know, the, the teams are not into giving money away to the five foot three unathletic guy who can't shoot just because they don't have enough Asians. I mean, I remember th there was, there was one year where you had Jeremy Lin for the New York Knicks and he was the Asian. Now he happened to be phenomenally talented and it hit everybody out of the blue, but I don't, I don't, uh, since he has left the league uh, and he was for the record Taiwanese, I don't hear anyone uh, calling for, for one, one of them per team. By the way, I'm going to go on the record today and call for more women in prisons because prisons are about 96% male. Exactly right. So uh, there's disparate outcome there. Yeah. And it can't be no based upon that. evidence or what deeds were committed. It must be because of sexism against males. And whatever you do, whatever you do, don't point out. That they, there's the overwhelming male uh, winnership of the Nobel P, Nobel Science Prizes, Economics Prizes, uh, all the technical Nobels, all overwhelmingly male, and prisons are overwhelmingly male because males represent a greater number of people at the genius spectrum of things and the stupid spectrum of, of things, and people in prison tend to have IQs below 90 because they're stupid, and people who win the Nobel Prize tend to have IQs way up like 91 because they're not stupid um, people who die in the workplace are overwhelmingly male let's even that out let's make sure that's 50 50 and you can start your protest after i leave thank you very much don't don't <laughs> block my exit on the way out of our secret mountain getaway uh, until a couple of years ago, Peter Dustin, a stay-at-home father with two girls in Camarillo, California, or Camarillo, if you're me, always had an easy time talking with his older daughter, Dakota. But as Dakota, now 12, approaches the teen years, there is stuff she doesn't feel comfortable talking with me about, said Dustin, Peter Dustin. So when she returned from Taylor Swift's concert film in October, he was eager to share a bit of gossip from July that Tay-Tay uh, was seeing a... Uh, the star tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, this Travis Kelke. So anyway, um, the girl said one day he noticed she was watching 49ers highlights. And I was like, come here and give me a hug. 
Um, and so, yeah, one of many girls who have turned their attention to the NFL to catch a glimpse of Tay-Tay, uh, who often appears smiling in a suite at Chiefs games. I wonder if the girls understand she didn't go to all the games. She just goes to the games where where the Chiefs are playing, on the road or at home or, or whatever. But uh, that's sexist of me to even think of that. Uh, I definitely have an excuse to text her more or call her more than I did in the past. Um um, and uh, and all that. Anyway, I I'm I'm really glad. I think by osmosis, because there's football always on at my house, um, and that the kid considers the LA Rams to be her home team. Uh, that uh, there's a, there's an organic interest in football. Also, the fact that with a little bit of study, you can own the boys. You 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 know more um, than than the boys. I don't know much about anything, but let's get Ron DeSantis's son's take on the uh, Lions 49ers. Then who do you think who's who's playing in the other game? Uh, the Detroit Lions and the 49ers. Okay, and who do you think's gonna win that one? Uh, maybe I choose the 49ers. Okay, so that means the Super Bowl will between be between the 49ers and the Chiefs. Who do you think is going to win that game? I think that uh, that the Chiefs will uh, beat the Winers. Beat the Winers. And you know what's so funny is that all the people consulting him and volunteering for his uh, for his uh, campaign since last May are all saying, "Where the hell was that guy <laughs> right. on the campaign trail?" Well, how come robotic Asperger governor was out there going, hello, I, I served in Iraq as Force a Navy general. human smile. Good Lord. Um, yeah. So, um, it's, I mean, that that is a V8 right there. Like, <laughs> Ron, if you're wondering what went wrong, just watch that video. And why, wait, where's he putting that? Where's that going? That was posted to his social medias. Last May? <laughs> no, within the last 24 oh, hours. Oh, okay. I think. What an amazing uh, crystal ball he has. So, anyway, the NFL is super, super happy, like Taylor Happy, like uh, 80 miles an hour happy. Not every NFL fan has liked how often NFL broadcasters turn the camera to Turk Swift. You know what? Cost of doing business, folks. Um, th- there's that, I, you know, I, I don't like it either, but you know what? The NFL needs to grow its audience. They want to do it, they, can, they, they turn the camera towards Taylor Swift, and they get more people viewing, going to NFL.com to buy jackets and hats, and then there's going to be less Peacock games. There's going to be less reason for you to pay-per-view a game because it'll be profitable to to just simply broadcast that game. Do you? What do you need to figure this out? If you're driving 80 miles per hour, how long does it take for you to go 80 miles? Uh... Like two hours. Okay, I don't care. You can watch the NFL. There's no, there's not a skill testing question to uh, uh, to watch the game. Uh, so, so there, there, there you go. And by the way, if I if I were the NFL, I would start uh, uh, an influencer group of TikTokers, of 14 year old TikTokers um, who are explaining. Uh, what Travis Kelsey does. Everywhere, like, such as. Such as, and that he's not called a tight end because his end is tight. That's that's not what it is at all. There's no double meaning there? No. All? No, there's not. Um, at, at, at uh, not, not a bit of it. And that I would encourage TikTok accent uh, for because that's what they understand. And you go where the audience is, and you don't let the door plug go flying out uh, or whatever when you when you do the. Is there a TikTok accent? And when do you I do have the TikTok it? accent, all right. So more on that 
Um, coming back, and uh, one more time, what are the Magnificent Seven stocks that are back and bigger than ever, <clears throat> literally? And uh, how how mad did Trump get that she didn't concede and endorse? She just conceded and doubled down. Uh, we'll get to uh, even, even more of that uh, forever. I mean, uh, in just a second, and... Will this person ever figure out how far a car, how long it takes to go 80 miles if you're going 80 miles an hour? Uh, texting, checking of your texting at 800-465-8770, 800-465-8770. If you can figure it out, your guess, first best guess gets praised uh, from me. Um, back in the second AM 770 KTTH. You're killing me, Smalls. Um, some seventy KTTH front suits here, and uh, yeah, talking about this uh, case of a newborn uh, baby boy uh, being placed back with with fentanyl in his system, being pla placed back in the custody of his dad, Otis Sorensen in Port Townsend. Um, yeah, if you ever want to see how bad it can be, uh, on Netflix there's a documentary called "The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez." Uh, it's, I think, five parts, something like that, but a, a true story. People did all those horrible things to him. Gabriel Fernandez was, at the time of his death, eight years old. But it's, it's frustrating because you see the kid interact with all these mandatory reporters like teachers and ER nurses and cops, and here's a kid walking around with cigarette burns, BBs under his skin, and at every turn, and, and the kid was in the Child Protective Services system already and still was returned to the parents that were abusing, the, the, the mother and the boyfriend that were was abusing the kid and beating him because he was weak and the whole thing. Just a nightmare. And if you don't want to see how bad it can be, don't see it. But if you want to see uh, a broken system, and this is the, the largest agency in L.A. County, uh, by the way, larger than, than the sheriff's department, larger than all of it, and just utter failure. Uh, at, at one point for a couple of years, one child in the system, one child a month was dying. One, one, in other words, one kid on, on the radar that had a, had a, a, a caseworker. Not, you know, some kid living out in the woods with uh, the, the drug addict parents or something. And so this kid in Port Townsend, born tests... Uh, they they do use state authority to hold the kid in a foster home until the parents can test clean. Dad fakes it, and mother even accuses him. But uh, anyway, very frustrating. And the reason I mention that is because here as we're checking of the texting, here's a grandma in Pierce County, 253. As a former school nurse in SoCal, I was saddened and angered about the needless death of baby Otis. Uh, I worked closely with CPS and school counselors and watched as children were returned to unsafe situations as long as it was 
the parents and family. Now, Washington State has adopted the uh, uh, a, a term she used, a combination of uh, liberal and uh, stuff. Anyway, um, that the insanity of parental rights despite what's best for the child. Problem is that neither the state legislature nor the governor will ever take responsibility. They will just keep uh, rationalizing their actions. And... <clears throat> And and the person paying the cost is the child who, you know, a three-week-old can't advocate for themselves. That's what that agency is for. Okay, so I, I empower them because there's so many bad humans who are making babies. Um, it would be nice if that didn't have to exist, but there are many, many people, not you and me, who are just making bad decisions on the <clears throat> way to the decision lands on the kid. Text from the 206, Brian, did the state learn nothing from the Josh Powell situation? Do you remember that? Mm. He was the dad that uh, ended up killing his two sons. His wife was missing for 14 years, and there was a visit with the children, and then he locked out the supervisor. Oh, that was and, one that it ended is in like Gresham in Portland somewhere? No, it was here in Washington State. I he was escorted by the caseworker, and then he, he said, right. hey, kids, you run ahead of me. And he get, it gets them in that. blocked her out in 2012. Yeah. It was just a nasty, nasty case. Terrible tragedy. Uh, yeah, and there's a dynamic that I sense doesn't happen up here. But um, in in Southern California, the dynamic is that Hispanic abusers w- abusing their kids, that overwhelmingly the caseworkers are African-American women. And the dynamic between the Hispanic woman and the African-American woman is not, shall we say, without its sidelights. It's... it's uh, side issues. And so uh, it was explained to me that more often than not, when the ab- woman who's the case, the focus of the case says, don't, no, you're not coming in here and slamming the door in their face. The caseworker more often than not will say, well, oh, well, I saw the kid. I heard his voice. He's good. So right. it's a bad dynamic. Okay. Text in about the New Hampshire primary and some hot takes about Trump's victory from the 360 Tim Scott seems like the new Chris Christie standing back there behind him during a victory speech. Did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? <laughs> and think of it, appointed, and you're the senator of his state, and she endorsed me. You must really hate her. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh-oh. I just love you. No, that's... <laughs> I can I can definitely see I think Tim Scott is is not a minstrel show. I can see him uh with a couple years under his belt saying, "You know what? Uh I am not that guy uh, anymore." I'm not Chris Christie from the 206. Brian, I feel like maybe we just made a deal with the devil. We get one election win, then loss after loss after loss. My prediction, I think we lose again in 2024. Then we're treated to four more years of claims of cheating. Along the way, we nominate more losers in 2026 for House and Senate, like in 2022. Then nominate Trump one more time in 2028. Our deal, we get one election, then 12 years of losses. Well, this is the line that Nikki Haley was touting last night. A lot of people had been wishing she would have done it throughout this primary campaign. She, I mean, a bit late to be doing it on, on right. during your concession the speech. The 11th hour here when it looks like all hope is pretty much lost. Uh, text in about and the, 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 yeah, the, the shorthand CNN uh, repeated what, what, what Haley said was, look, when he endorses you, you you lose. As Nikki Haley put it, I think it's actually such a smart way to put it. Maybe the first party to let go of their 80-year-old might be the victor, but who's going to be the one to move first? 
Yeah. And, and that's what Nikki Haley said. And uh, text in about the story of the WWE inking a huge deal with Netflix worth billions of dollars. Brian, I wish you'd play the Trump WWE clip. Do you remember that when he appeared on uh, w- who's the head of the WWE? That guy, that iconic dude. <laughs> Trump, the thumper. Oh my God! The hostile takeover of Donald Trump on Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, that's did, who it is. Did Trump actually get in there and do something physical? You mean? Oh like, yeah. yeah. A- this was over ten years ago, maybe even twenty years ago now. But he was in the power suit and he made his way into the ring, literally. <laughs> Um, and power drive hmm. somebody. Uh, T-Town Doug, holding my feet to the fire. Brian, remember way back when you backed Ron? Uh, yeah, you mean like a month ago? Uh, I told you I hoped he would collect uh, millions in donations so he could give it all to Trump. Remember also, do you remember our $50 bet? No, I don't, suddenly. I'd like to collect uh, ASAP. Thanks, T-Town Doug. T-Town Doug can be reached at uh, 253 um, and then seven more digits. But but here, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I, I, I backed Ron DeSantis because I thought he he was going to do a little better about because everything he said behind closed doors, all you could do was say just yeah, that should be your your announcement speech. Well, and in the not so then he wouldn't do it out loud. Yeah. Just recently, a commentator rightly said that Ron DeSantis at one point had the hottest hand in politics. Um, yeah, and then real quick, and then the charges came out, and and you know, and then he didn't, he didn't, and then suddenly it was gloves off. Everyone from Tim Scott to the rest of them, nobody was saying lying porn star doinker, you know, or anything like that. They were totally gloves off on Trump. Nobody was saying, you know, they'll poll and say, well, well, one third of Republicans won't vote for him if, if he's convicted of a felony. And holding a mirror up to those people and saying, oh, okay, but he can have an affair on his third wife and then pay the porn star to shut up. And then when she doesn't shut up, uh, get mad at her or whatever. And no one says anything. Um, and, and I mean, that, that's the part where, uh, where, where I'm, I'm like, well, if no one else has standards, I, you know, I can't suddenly say uh, I'm Christian and I'm offended by that. But I mean, I'm, I have, uh, you know, uh, my, my issues are, are financial. It's, you haven't had a loan from an American bank since 2000, and ever since then it's been Deutsche Bank, uh, the Kremlin's HR department. You know, really? I mean, uh, loads and loads of problems. But like I've always said, I'm a fan of results. I liked the fact that during his four years, he canceled that disastrous Iran deal. Um, and you'll notice the, the other people that are realists are like the Saudis, and all of the— the rapprochement between the Gulf Arab states and Israel happened because of Trump, because he he wasn't some starry-eyed idealist. He understood that these are transactional people. Well, he's a transactional guy. So that's why the Saudis, that's why Benjamin Netanyahu flew to Riyadh and, and met MBS at the airport and they kissed each other. Wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened under Obama. The Saudis hated Obama because Obama didn't understand them. Trump understood them from selling them real estate. He got how they worked. And, and I mean, more, more Americans should spend some time in places like that, and you'd understand far more about how the Chinese work, how the world works. And I mean, you know, keep in mind, Bank of China is renting uh, several floors from Trump. He's worked with them. He understands how they work, and, and I preferred the foreign policy when Trump was president. And you'll notice— 
that Obama, pardon me, that Biden, whoops, it's slipping, that Biden hasn't removed one trade sanction against the Chinese that Trump put in. They all work. So, so uh, I no no suspense music needed for that, but it doesn't mean I won't play it. I will always play the suspense music. We have a text here who thinks, Brian, it's obvious it's going to be Trump Haley on the ticket for 2024. No. I'm actually Don't not Don't you see so how he sure. operates? You know, he... he well, no. hold on now. It all depends on if, if and when Haley drops out of the race and how much she ingratiates herself and to what servile degree that takes place. Because last night you saw this. Um, Trump is kind of carrying out his own version of The Apprentice in the political realm. You had Vivek Ramaswamy and Tim Scott flanking him during his victory speech last night and I think he wants to line ding, ding, up ding, 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 ding. candidates and go you're fired you're fired you're fired until he finally chooses who will be his running mate. Yeah well she she had a she had a, her shot at 7 p.m. I want to congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it. But then and I want to acknowledge that. She couldn't let it go and so that that was her tryout last night. Now you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves, saying this race is over. And Trump took the gloves off, and 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 he he implied, uh, like for instance, the, the the many scandals. You talk to anyone from South Carolina, they will list for you the scandals, uh, the the financial scandals, uh, and others that that will would haunt her into a White House anyway. Um, and Boeing's involved. I mean, you know, South Carolina is a right-to-work state. They, they make the 787 there. And so you, you're not hearing any of that, certainly not from her. Not so, yeah, he was over her by 701, I would say. Probably. Uh, when, you, when you're making fun of her dress. Your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night. She had a very bad night. Yeah, he takes that really, obviously, very personally. She came in second, but she made it sound like, because she didn't get blown out by 25 points, uh, really, if you think about it, it's a win. And it's, again, you know, it, it's it's like the Bills saying, you know, just getting to this divisional playoff. It's really a win for us because we shouldn't be here. It's a moral or victory. Something. Yeah, this a moral race victory. race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. But, you know, in life, you can't let people... Uh... Governor, that tells you something. But I felt I should do this because I find in life you can't let people get away with bull****, okay? You can't. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't. And, and and he said he said beep. He didn't say beep, uh, by the way. So ding 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 ding. So there you go. So yeah, I I I think because now people because so many people have been saying to him, why don't you quietly give her a call and say, listen, <clears throat> you you you'll be set up to be president after my next and final term. <clears throat> um, w- wouldn't you rather drop your campaign? Because you kill Biden head to head and you on the ticket with me, um, if people say, well, what if he's convicted? I'll say, well, then Nikki Haley's your president, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, no, that's 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 not him. That's uh, part of the deal on, on that one. And so the chances that happens are none. Uh, back in a second with the answer, finally. 
to this question. If you're driving 80 miles per hour, how long does it take for you to go 80 miles? Stop it. Okay, work it out. Get a, get a piece of paper if you have an answer. Back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. I'll keep you in suspense. You tried to hold a pro-abortion rally, and you kept getting interrupted by hippies. Uh, how, how's that going? So besides his incoherent rambling at this live event, which which most Democratic pundits in the media labeled as uh, brilliant and what was needed and et cetera and, and electric, uh, the hippies kept interrupting. Uh, by the way, Amazon Sunday, KTTH, uh, Brian Suits here. And it's always funny when... People have who have the the you know liberal democracies in the balance, First Amendment above everything. When they interrupt each other, they don't know how to react. It's like they they first of all they don't like the police, but suddenly they need one. And so in between gems like this, we'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson: don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. Boy, they're on their feet there, and then then this guy gets up. And then a whole bunch of like every ten minutes, as as uh, Biden is trying to get momentum, uh, some hippie interrupts about this Gaza crap. Genocide Joe, Genocide Joe, how does that make him feel? Genocide Joe, these hippie weirdos. He's so unarmed because he's he's shocked and surprised it's even happening. Who who would not love Israel and who who would be pro Gaza? Is uh, look, uh, you know, abortions are issue and women's rights, and women's health care, and all this. And then this woman gets up and says, "You don't care about women because uh, uh, women, Hamas women, are being killed." <laughs> and in the background, you can hear the hand-picked Biden supporters are chanting four more years. They're trying to do the shout, shout over them. Uh, thing, but these are really, this is a really hand-selected group of loud hippies. So that happened, and you saw nothing but really unarmed Democrats. Like, well, let's reason with them or, or whatever. Not, I, I, I mean, it's real simple. It's our event. It's our hall. That guy in the uniform is going to put his hands on you and take your goofy hippie ass outside. Oh my, this is a noisy world. <laughs> and, um, but it's just, it's just really funny watching it happen because uh, they they prepped this speech. I can't believe they wouldn't figure out. Look, this has been happening. 
and these pro-terrorist hippies are are breaking up. They're not they're not breaking up a Trump event. It, it you know he's not the one uh, who's shooting back at the Houthis and and the whole thing. It's it's peaceful Joe is doing it, and and um, the rivets are coming off the boiler. By the way, on this one. Because uh, you had uh, Tim Kaine uh, from um, uh, New Jersey today talking about the War Powers Act. Automobiles. Uh-oh. Um, when, so when a fellow Democrat is bringing up that if you're going to use military force, there has to be an authorization for the use of military force or That's right. AUMF. Um, and you have to go to Congress within 30 days and say, De War Powers Act. And part of the problem is the Biden administration said, nah, self-defense. And then meanwhile, Liberia and, uh, uh, you know, other countries that are pretty fast loose with their flagging rules, uh, Panama, are like, oh, you know, we're not, we didn't ask for that. And and so they're, they're tearing the rug out from under uh, Grand POTUS on that one. So there is a very actual, it's a federal law, or Powers Act, I want to say it was from 1975 or 76, and there's very stringent requirements. And so he has to go to Congress. And really, for something like this, it really is, you know, give me a wink and a nod and a post-it, you know, on, on, on this. Um, but also, though, the, the, other, the other bit of, okay, well, is this wise to sit there trading million-dollar missiles for $50,000 missiles with uh, some group of sandal-wearing mountain cavemen? When the country actually supplying them with the missiles, wouldn't that be a, a smarter smackdown um, on, on that? What does everyone think? Uh, they're for it. Well, so, and, and by the way, you talk about Wag the Dog. If you need a absolute popular support shot in the arm, <clears throat> hey, let's smack down Iran. It was real hard to beat. Um, on, on this one. Hey, Iran it was behind the October 7th baby decapitating, you know, concert goer uh, raping raid. 50, uh, 1,400 dead Israelis. Uh, I, I, I don't think there would be a hell of a lot of uh, suspense in building that popular consensus up. Um, and, of course, Biden is the type who would insist that it can all be done with aerial strikes and the whole thing. And, and it would blast the Iranians back to... Um, you know, at least 1978. Um, and if you recall in the 80s, there was a time when Reagan had it with them and sank a third of the Iranian Navy because the Iranians were trying to shut down the Persian Gulf and oil supplies and the whole thing. And Reagan said, oh, hell no, on, on, on that one. And, and he quoted, uh, I believe he quoted, quoted The Rock. The Rock is going to whoop your candy And he did whip their candy blanks uh, and uh, and all that. So anyway, I, I got to say, if you want a, a, a wag the dog scenario, that is a gimme. That's a, that's a hanging curveball right there. Um, cruise missiles versus Iran. You know, no no one's, no one's flying them. Not going to be any 25-year-old female pilot on TV in a, from a, an Iranian prison. Uh, so I and by the way, I do have great fear of that because Iran doesn't forgive and forget very easily. And this is not um, 1987, uh, by the way. In 2024, Iran 
can shut down electrical grids and they can affect dams and they can affect uh, utilities and things. They've already shown that. So uh, so be be careful on this. But anyway, in case you missed it, we, we are or are not at war with Iran. Are. Um, so there's that. Uh, all right, back tomorrow for Practice Friday. There's been a... Pretty good feels like a Tuesday, Wednesday, but uh, we'll we'll throw out all the chaff and keep all the wheat and bring it back for practice Friday tomorrow, which is when we throw out the chaff and uh, find the wheat. Back uh, in 21 hours, uh, be safe, stay dry, drink water, AM 770 KTTH.